April Fool's Day was a couple days ago, guys. Do you guys, yeah. did you guys play any good pranks this year? <laughs> yeah, I went out into public and pranked people. That seems like a good idea. Yeah, you coughed on them, gave them COVID, and you were like, pranked. <laughs> oh. So what's the worst prank you've ever pulled then? Have you ever got, you guys ever done a prank? Uh, oh yeah, one time um, when, when I was in elementary school, I didn't do it, another kid in my class did it, but it's pretty fucked up. Uh, he put a, a live worm in uh, my teacher's coffee. It definitely oh. wasn't live for long. <laughs> yeah, I probably got cooked. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Why? When we were talking about it, we talked about a candy worm. But for some reason, when he actually did it, <laughs> he didn't do that. He, like, looks over you as he's holding the worm above the coffee, and you're like, no, and he drops like, it in anyway. That's the difference between LOL and you're fucking expelled. <laughs> like, so, so, it was a private school, though, so he's paying to go there. Good luck kicking someone out who's paying you money, right? Um, <laughs> so the kid he, can just bring a gun to school? And no. Like, well, your parents no, are paying. Absolutely not. So. But, like, we were grade three so like chaos was within us right we're all in the entire classroom chaos control three boys and we were just like hey let's sow seeds of chaos everywhere and And one of those is feeding your teacher a worm (laughs) yeah i I don't think she she fully took a sip because i think all of us were just staring at her (laughs) can you imagine being a teacher and walking into your classroom and you go to take a sip of that coffee you left on the desk and every student is staring at you waiting for it to happen (laughs) what would go through your mind you'd be like oh no they're poisoning me i'm dead i'm not gonna do this especially with the boys that were in my class that's a a genuine fear that she should have had no so yeah. you know that everybody private schools are not better <laughs> oh no absolutely not they're just full of pricks you're bringing back so much grade school stuff man <laughs> we, we were talking about pranks i don't know Zach, i'm not do you one have a to prank. prank i guess my grade 8 french teacher who was my homeroom teacher wanted me to spend all of lunch in detention and it was the first time that had ever been introduced to me or like threatened by me and in my okay. mind i basically said frick no F you. Mm. And when she left to get her lunch, I opened the fucking window to the playground and jumped <laughs> out and spent all of lunch period hiding from her as she came out and fucking scouted for me. <laughs> That's some recess shit. <laughs> Disney's recess. That's some Disney's recess And then when we both showed up at the end of lunch, she just like fucking stared daggers at me and continued <laughs> with the lesson. And then you pointed at the camera and you were like, it's just a prank, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Where's Ashton? Ashton, get out here, bro. Ashton Kutcher comes out. He's like, yeah, been I made him punk. do it. You can't, you can't even get in trouble. <laughs> Man, if you were friends with Ashton Kutcher, you could get away with anything. Yeah. Like, it was just a prank. You got punked, man. I don't know what to tell you. And I don't know what to tell you. Ashton Kutcher's half a man, right? I slept with your wife, dude. I don't know what to tell you. You got punked, man. I think your math's wrong Kutcher. there, Brody. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, So by the p- point Ashton Kutcher came onto that show, the boy was now a man. So therefore, <laughs> the half that got added oh was Ashton God, Kutcher. You're so that, that's right. my opinion. You're so right. You're saying. Two and a half men <laughs> math. <laughs> I love it. Yep. Yep. This is a good way to start the episode. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs>
I can't believe you're still here. Welcome back <laughs> to Anime May Not Be For Everybody. The show where we don't make fun of anime. We give it light. We give it jokes. We give it everything that it deserves. Mm, and make fun of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So sometimes lightly respecting it. But you know, whatever. We respect it's the content. It's a cat that we don't own. We give it the light pets. We give it the strokes under the chin. But we don't go for the belly. We don't. There's no reason to. You guys don't want yeah. us to go there. You just want the lice pets, don't you? I'm Caleb Morton. I'm one of your co-hosts. I, I'm not a fan of anime, so I'm probably on the side of many listeners, hopefully. Hopefully we're drawing some of you guys in. Oh, we're getting you there, don't you? Don't you worry, though. <laughs> uh, my name is Brody. I am a huge fan of coffee. It's the lifeblood of a generation. Yeah. So much slavery. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Oh, oh no. <laughs> what are you saying? What do you support? Yeah, I, I forgot. I forgot the the like. It wasn't a blood diamond. Culture. You buying like free trade culture. or what, Holmes? <laughs> uh, I don't know. If McDonald's is free trade, then sure, man. Boof, ba boof. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, it goes down free. Okay. I traded for buy. shit. So. And I'm Zach. I'm just here to fucking make jokes and mediate. Make sure it goes smooth. I'm like the butter in your sandwich. I'm just helping out. You don't need me, but damn it, you miss me if I'm not there. <laughs> there you go. And uh, sorry we missed last week's episode, by the way. Uh, we'll try to keep a fairly consistent schedule, but... Uh, we I to... had a dental emergency, so if you guys want to get mad at anyone, emergency. get mad at me. <laughs> yeah, nobody wanted to hear everybody struggling to speak, yeah. so... <laughs> just decided to push it. Anyway, so what are we talking about this week, Brody, now that you can speak? Yeah, so this week we're talking about Devil as a Part-Timer. <laughs> it's a fun one. I thought he had a full-time job. <laughs> <laughs> uh, did you, Caleb uh, was saying that you might have watched a few episodes last night just to check it out. Did you end up doing that? Yep. <laughs> you don't have to lie. <laughs> I didn't get no, to it. I didn't get to no, it. That's completely fine. No, that's, that's cool, man. Um, so then it'll be fresh for everyone. Everyone, yeah, except for me, of course. Um, <laughs> I'm a fan of fresh. So that's why I like Subway. Just to give you a, a rundown of what we're going to be getting into, Satan uh, and his right-hand man from a uh, other world called Ente Isla, Ente. Uh, they get transported to Earth after fighting the hero, Amelia, <laughs> and uh, her group of heroes. Oh, God. Um, and so they come to Earth and realize really quick that Earth doesn't have magic, so they start to turn human, I guess. Like, they their demonic forms... Uh, become human pretty quick and so it's just uh satan having to live in tokyo japan uh and uh make ends meet so he ends up working at a mcronald's which is a <laughs> full-on ripoff of uh mcdonald's and it's his passion he fucking loves it like he all he wants is to be manager of this location because like he finds pride in his work and he absolutely loves serving people and it's just it's that's kind of what we're getting into, but I and McRonald's is the yeah. uh, mascot of McRonald's, Donald McRonald. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, they, they they don't say that. They uh, <laughs> you never see a clown of sorts. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it's just the you know the general. I'm working at a fast food restaurant, but I'm evil. Well, that's the thing. He's not evil. So, the, oh. so we're following. The protagonist is the helper mm -hmm. of the devil. You you said two names in yeah. the beginning that were. Yeah, evil. there's there's two. The main character is the devil. Oh oh. So 
I, like, this is just me giving you a generalization about what the world is, right? I just want to Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, it's a good recap of, the, of Satan losing his magic, so he has to work at McDonald's. <laughs> yeah, to, make, to make ends meet. Yeah, absolutely. I'm so going to tell you, I worked at McDonald's for a while, and I'm pretty sure I worked with Satan a couple times, so... <laughs> is that why he cursed thousands of middle-aged women to work there for their entire lives <laughs> and for people to eat there to gain tremendous amounts yeah. of weight <laughs> and everybody that's on fucking retirement savings plans go there at 6 a.m to eat muffins <laughs> and stay there till 6 p.m and drink their free coffee oh i'm looking at you gladys you okay yeah sure that's a more real name <laughs> See, you buy your one croissant and expect free coffee for the rest of the day. Get out of here. McDonald's <laughs> is run by the devil. Holy fucking shit. Okay, he just looks like a basic anime protagonist boy, teenager, probably like 16, 17. So is this the Satan character or is yes, yeah. his so, son? No, Sadao Mao, uh, the other person that went with him is Shiro, uh, and he's one of his generals. So when they come to the New World... They are dressed in their, like, demonic regalia, so they just look like cosplayers walking down the street. And it's, like, super late at night, and they look like kids, so the cops pull them over, throw them in the back, and, like, take them in for questioning, because they're like, what the fuck are you kids doing? (laughs) And at this point, Satan uses the last of his powers to, like, hypnotize the guy to give him money, so they can afford rent on their first month. Was that the cop? Like, as they got thrown in the back and they were driving to the station, was he like, magic powers, give me money and release me? Um, no, he waited till they were in their, um... Cells? Like, no, not cells, they were they were just being interrogated, right? So they were in interrogation rooms. Okay. Um, and he gives so, him money in the interrogation room? Yeah, because it's one-on-one, like, there's no one else <laughs> viewing it, because they're just kids, right? Right. So, like, he offers him food... And he looks at it and he's like, this is like the carcass of like a uh, dead pig. And like the way he describes it makes it sound like super disgusting. It's just noodles with pork in it. But um, right. he's just not used to that type of food. Uh, so he, he says no to it, asks for money. The guy gives it to him and he goes to break out his buddy. And his buddy's just mowing down on the food. Just loving it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so they get this food and they get money from jail. And then yeah, what happens? Yeah, they go change their names so they ha- are legally able to live in Tokyo. So Satan changes his name to Sadao Mao, and the other guy changes his name to Shiro Ashia. Wait, so his name was Satan before? It wasn't like Lucifer or yeah. something? Lord, Lord Satan. Lord, yeah, Lord Satan. Satan. All right. Yeah. I yeah. feel like you could live in Tokyo with the name Lord Satan these days. <laughs> You'd probably be fine. <laughs> yeah, but Sadao Mao is just a little bit more uh, low-key. So he, why did he come to Earth? Why was this? Oh, so so he was being attacked by uh, a hero, a hero, and like the group, that, the party that the hero is with in hell, and, uh, in a different realm. So oh, this okay. place was called Ante Isla. He ruled like an island on it. Um, so he's not like so the like, Christian Satan, then, is he? You'd think so, but sometimes you wonder oh, because okay. things definitely. Like I'm not sure if Ante Isla means something in a different language. It's essentially just a different realm that they traveled from to that realm had magic. And in that magic, he ha- or in that world, he had a lot of, like, evil, like, chaotic magic. So they called him uh, Lord Satan. And he had, he literally had demons that he ruled over. So I don't fully know, dude. <laughs> <laughs> but they finally get their apartment. The The lady uh, who owns the apartments, this big purple-haired lady who's just really creepy and knows way too much knows way too much in what sense like she's an encyclopedia or knows too much about satan yeah knows something like you can tell pretty quickly that something's off she seems to uh, know a little bit more than 
you think not about an encyclopedia about their situation. She right. doesn't outright say anything, but yeah. she just looks at you and like, you look familiar. <laughs> <laughs> Have I seen you in my prayers? <laughs> that father? <laughs> Is that you? So it doesn't say how big of a jump there is between this, but like it goes from them having like really broken English to speaking just fine English, him in an I Love Japan t-shirt reading manga on his uh, his floor in his room. So like he he uh, he likes humanity pretty quickly. He goes from, you know, being a, a lord of chaos to just another dude reading manga and eating noodles. And, and what kind of manga does the devil like? I don't know. It's Heaven's Lost Property? Yeah, probably maybe. Heaven's Lost Property. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> so so because they're so broke because he's working at a uh, Ronald McDonald's or uh, a McRonald's. Yeah. They've been eating just fast food for the last like at least few weeks. You want to supersize that? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So he literally they literally make a joke about supersize me and it's like okay. we can't live the supersize me life. Um <laughs> But he's just so passionate about his job. It's it's so strange for a guy who's, you know, supposed to you be... You like to see that. After <laughs> you've murdered 10,000 billion souls, you kind of want to take a step back and just work the deep fryer, you know? Yeah, I'd like to think yeah. that Hitler's working at a Taco Bell somewhere these days. <laughs> in his redemption arc, you know? <laughs> yeah, and a couple Jews come through the drive-thru and he's like, Here's your taco. <laughs> and says nothing. <laughs> and then when they drive away, he's like, "Good for you." Good for you. <laughs> so the way the way I've laid out this story or this is I have it in different like arcs. Yeah. So the uh, first big event uh, I would say I I entitled a shocking turn of events. A shocking turn of my pants. <laughs> Oh, maybe. Who knows? I like wearing them backward. So I <laughs> poop out the zipper. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Wait. <gasps> I, but your underwear, dude. He wears those backwards, too. The flying. It's all back there, man. Yeah, oh, you no. just kind of spread like an ostrich giving birth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So, Mao goes to work on his bike called Doolahan because he's used to steeds, and in this world there really aren't any, so he just names his bike Doolahan. It's a cute little bike with a basket on the front of it. Um, oh. Doolahan. So, they're making, they're making Satan, like, he's fully going the route of, like, just a child being kind of, like, naive about everything, but enjoying life. Yeah, yeah, basically, <laughs> he's, yeah. He's, he's not just... trying to reap chaos anymore. He's just like, yeah. oh, I'll sell burgers, man, I don't know. Yeah, he's just trying to make ends meet, like, like... The thing is, he's in a human body now, so he now has human emotions that he wasn't able to experience before in his demonic form. Right. So, like, he's experiencing things in a different light for the first time, mm-hmm. and so on his way to work, it's, like, pouring rain, so he pulls out his umbrella, but he sees this girl standing in the rain, getting drenched, so he gives her his umbrella and bikes bikes <laughs> off to work. Because he's a nice guy. Because he's a nice dude, right? <laughs> Yeah, totally. I know Satan for that. He's definitely a nice guy. <laughs> he's so nice. <laughs> Mao is a nice guy. Oh, okay. He's not Satan anymore, right? I should start I, I, dissociating them in my mind. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, the, the problem is, like, 
the people from the other world would still look him as that way, right? Like, he's still that evil thing. Because he has done those things. Like, don't get me wrong. He has memories of doing the past things he did, but he's just a different person now. Right. You can never outrun your past. (laughs) He he gets to work, and this is when you meet Chio, who's, like, low-key the main character of the story. I don't know. She's just... She's the center of a lot of things, because she's just a normal girl working at a McDonald's. She's just enjoys working with Mao. She's kind of got a little crush on him because he's just so energetic and, like, happy to help. At one time, the the friar isn't working, and he's about to use his <laughs> magic on the friar, right? And he's about to, like, summon shit within, like, this small, like, restaurant. And his, his manager comes at him, and he's like, hey, uh, I need to speak to you. So they, they go in, and he's terrified that she just saw him use magic. Like, he's <gasps> fucked. He's, he's I thought you said, out. wait, can we pause for a second? I yeah. thought you said he didn't have any magic left, or does he just have very minuscule he's got very He's got very little. Like, he can't fly anymore. He can't blow holes. And he was just going to, like, try to fix something with magic. So. Oh, okay. Storytelling. Yeah, he, he doesn't have enough magic to go home. Mm-hmm. He doesn't end up using the magic anyways, and he gets told that he's actually up for a promotion, and which Ooh. excites him because all he <gasps> wants to do is, yeah, <laughs> nanny. Um, so he's super excited. He's riding home, and the girl from earlier <gasps> is waiting outside. He's like, "Oh, cool, <gasps> the umbrella girl." Yeah, the umbrella girl. Uh, so it turns out she's actually uh, Amelia, the hero who is after him to kill him. <gasps> um, her, she's going by Emmy Yusa now, but I'm probably just going to call her Amelia because it's easier. Yeah. Um, so or the hero would work too. Or the hero, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> when we first see her, he doesn't recognize her at all, so he offers the umbrella. What she says when she confronts him, she's like, I carefully took it apart and threw it out. Like, she did not, like, this is an instrument from Satan. This is a demonic <laughs> device. It was a fucking umbrella. But, like, she doesn't, yeah, but she Brody, doesn't trust him. Brody, if you got an umbrella from Satan, would you use it? <laughs> I would check it out. Like, you would? If, okay, yeah. Would you? Just to see. I'd be afraid if I opened it up. You know how they say it's bad luck to open an umbrella indoors? I feel like if mm. I opened a Satan umbrella indoors, yeah, everything would just be destroyed. <laughs> it's probably the umbrella from The Kingsman. Is that a cool umbrella in that movie? It's or a what? very yeah, cool it's... umbrella. Yeah, it's got a gun in it, and it's like a shield, but you can see through it because it's got, like, cameras on it. I don't know. It's a cool umbrella. I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> Anyways, she, like, pulls out her holy blade in the middle of the street. Is she from Earth? She's not? She's oh, actually, from... cut that. Okay. She doesn't pull out her holy blade. She pulls out a knife because she's not able to pull out a holy blade. Oh, okay. Because she's not from Earth and she's lost her powers. Exactly. So she ah. she doesn't have the, the powers as well either. Just a kitchen knife. She pulls it. Wait, she pulls out a knife from, and she's like, I've been working at the Burger King next door <laughs> <laughs> no, she, she's been she's been working as a telemarketer so oh, like she's man, still cool. basic yeah i know uh there there is some shit later on there's a place called Kentucky fried chicken uh, <laughs> it's oh, always like slight things but that, that's a, that's a whole other story anyways the the cops see this girl pull a knife on this random kid on a bike so they think it's a domestic dispute cops show up again yeah so they talk to them and she's all embarrassed about things because you know this isn't the Satan she knows, but at the same time, she still wants him fucking dead. Yeah. But the cops are just saying these outlandish things about them, like, oh, are you guys a couple? And this and that. And <laughs> she just, she's like, you know what? I will talk to you a different time. I'm still going to kill you. I'm gone. Wait, her pulling a knife on him made the cops be like, oh, you guys a couple? <laughs> yeah. yeah oh, they thought no. it was domestic. Classic Japan. <laughs> <laughs> that's classic anywhere, but that's horrible. Woof. Yeah. <laughs> Let's not talk about that on our show. We're lighthearted, aren't we? We're lighthearted. Most men are usually good. 
Just choose the right one, ladies. Just <laughs> choose a good one. One that wouldn't pull a knife on you in the street. Yeah. You know? yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's probably good advice for any romantic yeah. relationships, guys. That's so, probably if... the fucking tippy top right there. Just... <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, like, the, the show is very... It's it's a slice of life show, so it's it's very much just like friends hanging out while other stuff is going on as well. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'd say, yeah, other stuff. Like... Well, yeah, well, like, that's the thing. You like with the title Devin uh, 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 Devil's a part timer, you just assume it's gonna be like, oh, it's some kid who's like devil on the side, but it's not. It's the devil who's a kid on the side, <laughs> and he's just trying to make his life normal trying to turn that egg sunny side up <laughs> he's trying to put that bacon instead of a frowny side the happy side he wants to crisp up them hash browns and just fucking fuck them <laughs> you gotta take those hot cakes and just glaze them in that maple brand mcdonald's syrup here's a secret you gotta take those frozen hot cakes and put them in the microwave <laughs> I don't like hearing that, Caleb. <laughs> this is busting the myths of McDonald's right here, what right myth? now. Everyone knows it's terrible. <sighs> it's all garbage, but we eat it anyway. Moving on. Yeah, nonetheless, it tastes good. It goes yum, yum, yum into my tom, 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 and then it becomes... I feel bad for 30 minutes, and then, and then we move on with our lives. <laughs> exactly. Um, the devil decides to bond with his co-worker, so he goes on uh, a hangover What brought this on? What brought this on? Uh, him... Uh, having human emotions now and wanting to like people and who is he bonding with now chio oh the girl the the girl he works with okay um so they're hanging out she kind of thinks it's a date and she asks to hold his hand it's adorable she's talking about the recent earthquakes that are happening near her house and the voices she's hearing during them which like to the viewer you're like okay so something's up are you but like in the show they act like oh yeah whatever and then a giant earthquake happens and the entire uh, restaurant is, like, covered in rubble. Okay. Amelia and uh, Shiro were, like, spying on the, the date because they're fucking losers. And Chio and uh, Amelia are stuck under the rubble. But Satan's in his full-on demonic form somehow holding up this rubble from crushing these girls. And he tells them to, like, get out of there. And he saves a few people, and then he goes back to his human form. You're like, what the fuck? So he can transform in emergency situations, it seems. He didn't... It would seem He didn't like mean that, to or... do that, but it just happened. Mm-hmm. So luckily, Chio didn't see this. She's like, is that Mel or Mom? And uh, uh, Amelia's like, no, 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 no. You don't know what you're looking at. You're just... You're just That's just a horse that was in this restaurant. Don't worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> Big red horse with horns. Don't worry. It's nothing. It's nothing. <laughs> it saved your life, but don't worry about it. Don't watch. It's fine. <laughs> so, so the the group of people start getting a bit closer, and Amelia wants the payback uh, for the umbrella that she destroyed. And so she goes over to Satan's house, and she has this thing where she can't walk upstairs properly, or down them for that matter. So, like, whenever she goes over to his house, she just, like, freaking beefs it hard oh. and like it's a running gag throughout the entire show she's like all powerful like super dope but has a really hard time with those stairs so you're telling me i could beat this hero by just building a two-story house and they'd never make it up to me <laughs> <laughs> Pro- 
Ollie. Like she makes it up eventually, but she's usually like. If she was in the N sixty four Bowser's castle or the Mario castle, she would never make it to Bowser. Is that what you're saying? (laughs) (laughs) This game sucks. (laughs) Mao sees her at the bottom of the stairs and like helps like clean her up and stuff. You find out a little bit more about Amelia at this point. Apparently, she's half angel. Like her mom was an angel, Uh, so that's why she's uh, a holy hero from the other realm. Yeah. How bodacious is she on a scale of one to heaven's lost property? Oh, I'm back. She is about a three. What? Chio oh. is about Chio is about eleven. Oh. Ooh. Okay. Now Zach's interested. Yeah. <laughs> Does Chia have a pet? <laughs> Does Chia's hair grow when I sprinkle her with water? Water, say water. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Super open for that. What? <laughs> Can I get different versions of Chia and one to look like Bob Ball, but it never works out? <laughs> I had a Chia pet in the shape of Pokemon, and it gave him a little afro. It really made me think of Bob it, Ross. In so Pikachu? Maybe... Yeah, Pikachu dude. with a green afro? <laughs> it was ridiculous. <laughs> they made Chia pets out of anything, man. What? It's like, hey, this one's a disco ball, and it's just a freaking circle. And it's like, <laughs> well, no, it's not. It's a ball. <laughs> it's a ball. <laughs> <laughs> what makes it disco? Okay, Brody just sent us a picture of Chia, and she does not have green hair, so that's kind of a disappointment. Yeah. Oh, so my he's sending Wait, who the pictures. fuck is she behind? Just some random dude. So she's, in that image, she's at, the, she's at like, uh, the beach. Okay. If I was at the beach and that dude was there, I would leave. <laughs> 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 just for the people Massive. at home, he is friggin' ripped. I'm a little terrified. <laughs> Of how tall you are. Yeah. yeah. And how ripped you are. That's Jason Momoa in the background. Yeah, there, when man. my <laughs> eyes come up to just your lower abs, <laughs> I think I'm going to walk away. How young are these characters supposed to be? So, uh, Chio's still in high school. Amelia okay. uh, is probably in her 20s. Um, okay, and Mao is, like, ancient, but he's pretending to be He is, but he seems more like he's 17. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like, his... his his mental capacity got reset. Yeah, kinda. I would say seventeen, eighteen. Yeah, like that makes it okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, 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 at no point does it feel weird that they're hanging out. Okay. and again, like he's very platonic about his feelings. Like he 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 cares about her deeply because she's an employee of the place he works at. Right. The devil has no sexual feelings. He just wants to make good burgers, make good rents. <laughs> he he's a manager now, right? So she is like works under him. He cares for her. Deeply. Oh yeah, she works under him. Oh, yeah. I need you to empty the fry oil right now. <laughs> oh, McDonald's is the sexiest place to work, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Fondle my nuggets. <laughs> Give me the longest fry of the box. That made no sense. <laughs> oh, is that what she said? I'm going to need you to season that beef. <laughs> I want you to make a f- fresh batch of fries and then salt the shit out of them. <laughs> What are we doing? I don't know. I would like to tell you guys about this story. <laughs> We're making McDonald's sexy. Uh, this show makes McDonald's sexy if you let me talk oh, about it. Oh, does it? So, uh, Mal was helping Amelia after she fell down the stairs. Yeah, that's where we are 15 minutes ago. Oh. Um, <laughs> and uh, Chio walks in and assumes that there's something going on between the two of them. So, he's super uh, hurt and starts running away and bumps into a little uh, purple-haired boy who starts talking about, um, like, feeding on people's fears and... Uh, gaining power off of malice and destruction. So cute and cool. 
Yeah, he's so quirky. Pretty cool. Yeah, he's pretty quirky. Uh, and then so he uh, kidnaps her. What the uh, fuck? And, and then <laughs> so casually he... thrown in there, Brody. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. Uh, and then the 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 landlord lady's like, "Hey, your uh, friend Chio just ran by herself down that direction, right? Like, you guys should probably go after her, don't you think?" And uh, so they do. Yeah. Uh, turns out that little purple haired boy is actually Lucifer. Oh, um, there's a second yeah. devil involved. Yeah, uh, he he's he just works for Satan. Oh, that's a twist. Yeah. F the Bible here. <laughs> yeah, like again, this is not the Satan from Bible. Like, there's there's gonna be like demonic things. There's gonna be angelic things. This is not the Bible. Okay. So if if people are expecting me to be like, oh, like look at all the similarities, you're not gonna find them. <laughs> so yeah, his name's Lucifer. He's a general for. Uh, one of his armies, but he's working with this bald guy named Alba, who's actually a part of Amelia's team. He's a mage. Oh, so Lucifer turned against the devil? Yep. And Alba also is turning against Amelia, because oh. he's like, this bitch is getting too strong. She's in a world where she doesn't have magic. Let's finish her now and just say that the devil killed her. Nonetheless, they're working together, and uh, they have Chio, and they're just wanting to kill Satan, essentially. They're talking about the earthquakes was all done by them because they're trying to create fear within the realm so they can feed off of that fear and get magic from it. Oh. I think Voldemort did something like that. <laughs> totally, yeah. And Palpatine, too. <laughs> Execute order. Work at McDonald's. <laughs> Okay, so they're trying to kill Satan. They've been the ones creating the hurricane. I mean, the the earthquakes. The earthquakes, yeah. Um, and Alba in the fight pulls out a fucking gun instead of and starts shooting them because he's trying to conserve his magic to make a portal home. But like, he's just using a fucking gun. Well, why not, right? <laughs> I guess during the chaos, he blows up an overpass, and Satan goes into his satanic form and just like is holding everything so like people can get away. Nice. Uh, and is protecting. Did he get bigger? Or is he using he got telekinesis? Bigger. Oh yeah, he he got bigger. Like, he's so big. when he gets bigger, he he's like he's like six foot six, six foot seven, with like horns and is just like jacked and with like and stuff, red eyes. No. Yeah, with hooves. Yeah. Yeah, but overpasses are huge. Sorry, bro. Like. Yeah. How yeah, is he holding absolutely. up an overpass if he's just six foot? He he is using like telepathic abilities. Okay, there you go. But like he's in his demonic form doing it. Yeah, he's over. Um, because because yeah. there's so much fear being caused right now, he's just sucking that up. Now that he realizes he's able to do Gross. that. And okay. is just like using all that shit to like hold it back while these people who are supposed to be good guys are essentially just trying to kill humans. Very cool imagery. So it's flipping the roles here, kind of. And I guess, oh, yeah, if, if you feed off fear to get magic, like, that's a perfect power for a hero to have, because usually when you're trying to step in, that's when all the fear is happening, that's right? very, very Absolutely. Cool. Yeah, yeah. It's like the Hulk, but instead of him saying, you wouldn't like me when I'm angry, it's like... You'd be like, you probably would. <laughs> you'd, you'd like me when you're scared, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Once everyone's safe... He, uh, he, like, puts the bridge down and, like, just floats up to the guy and is like, hey, uh, you're going to be, you're going to make me late for my shift, so I'm going to need to end this now. And he, like, does this thing where he, like, uh, like, throws his arm back and then, like, magical portals just, like, blow up behind him, like, 30, 40, 50, 60, and he just fucking whams him right in the face and fucking ends the guy. He kills Lucifer? He, he makes him into a, a, a little bitch. Essentially, he doesn't fuck with him at that point. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, so at this point, 
Chio knows something's up, right? Oh, I would get a, a little bit of a clue at this point. <laughs> yeah. So they kind of they kind of level off with her, like tell her what the situation is. So she's kind of in the they obviously don't tell her everything, but she's like, okay, you're Satan, but you're Mao. Like you're my friend. I know who you are. Like whoever you were back then, that's that's whatever. But of course, Amelia has a harder time because Amelia remembers all the chaos. Yeah, like she and remembers she all the people he killed. Yeah, exactly. Right. So she's having a very hard time getting over the fact that he's a changed person. She doesn't believe it. Neither does anyone from Anti Isla because he couldn't have changed. I right? mean, like, he how? is the devil, right? <laughs> exactly. Okay. So I have a different kind of game this week. So what I'm going to do to you guys, this is going to be a little bit of an improv challenge for you guys a little bit. Brody, I know you love improv so much. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you the title of an anime, and you guys are going to give me a quick pitch for what you think that show could be, and I'm going to tell you which one's better, which one I would okay, more specifically oh, watch. Interesting. Solid. Okay. Only going to okay. do a couple rounds. Three rounds? Sure. Yeah. Two out of three, Brody? Give us our first little tidbit. Pizza delivery in the apocalypse. Huh, huh. So if you guys want to brainstorm what that could even be about. Oh my god. <laughs> I have an idea. Oh, do ya? Okay. Alright. We live in a post-apocalyptic world that is on the verge of getting a real society back. Okay? okay. So we still have a little bit of marauding. We still have a little bit of banditness. But for the most part, about half the people in our town of like a thousand have actual jobs where they go and farm and they go and make machinery and they actually are working towards a better society. This is after a cataclysmic event that we never truly learn about. And our story centers around Tamagotchi, who is literally a pizza (laughs) delivery boy. It turns out mushrooms are super fucking plentiful. So the basis for our story is mushroom pizza. Everybody loves it. And it's simply going around town in a Simpsons-esque fashion where we have like 20 plus characters all with really good personalities that he (laughs) learns and talks to and like meets and they all like, he learns about what they're doing together, but he's never truly involved in anything. Is it an episodic story, you think? Is he like, Absolutely. Is each one a different delivery to I want to really give comedic customer? sense to how <laughs> the different characters in our weird-ass society interact and go about their days. And I just brought home six deer hide. And it's like, well, those deer hide are soaked in radiation, you fool. <laughs> Here's your <laughs> pizza. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's a cute story there, bud. Okay. But uh, okay. what it's really about uh, is aliens come to Earth. They they destroy most of humanity, but one uh, famous Italian uh, <laughs> th- threw a pizza at the face of the aliens, and it melted their their body. For some reason, the con- the concoction of pizza is the perfect. Uh, uh, like it just it just melts them. Like yeah. you see movies like War of the Worlds or whatever, and it's the oxygen. But in this case, it was that just one lucky Italian, one lucky pizza throw. <laughs> it was right. Wild. So so we 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 fast forward fifty years in the future, and there's actually a group of people, uh, the Pizza Annihilation Squad or the Pizza Delivery Boys. <laughs> I like Pizza Delivery they, Boys, Brody. Let's go with that. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, they've got these mech suits. 
where they have a shield, which is pizza, and a sword, which is uh, a, a very hard baguette. And it turns out that it's, it's just Italian food in general that they can't handle. <laughs> Love it. Um, so they just go all out against these aliens. And it's an intense battle because they find the weaknesses for humans, too, which is, like, being dead. <laughs> uh, just shot and, like, stabbed and stuff. So it, it's, it's a pretty back aliens? and forth. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. Um, so they are uh, blue, uh, blue blobs. Okay. Blue blobs. Are they threatening? Yeah. Or are they, they absolutely are? Okay. They have their they have their own mech suits, right? What? So that well, that's how they were able to destroy us. But because the concoction of Italian food is able to absorb within them, that's how they're they're stopped altogether. Uh, and then they end up just being a blob of cheese. So uh, yeah. oh, perfect! Like some mozzarella to make more pizza. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, yeah, so fulfilling. I'm really passionate about this show, so I'm excited. To see <laughs> I'm imagining some kind of fire hose that's just shooting pizza sauce out. And that makes, <laughs> marinara flamethrower? She's out one, marinara the other. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I love that, man. You know what? This round, I'm going to give it to Brody. I think that, that gives it. us the good spirit of anime. Damn it. <laughs> I guess I got to go bolder. Just like Mama Mion's marinara sauce. This is a fucking sponsored segment. Yeah, we tricked y'all at home, didn't we? <laughs> you thought this was the game, but it wasn't, you bitch. Yep, we're switching it up. Mama <laughs> Megaleon. Games man. after this. <laughs> no, just kidding. This is the, the, the game. JK. JK. But I imagine every... I'm sorry first, I scared you. first time he melted that alien, he was probably like, Oh, Mama Mia. Mama <laughs> <laughs> All right, round two. You guys ready? So this one's a lot simpler. Forgetville. Mm. Woof. Okay, I've I've got I've got an idea. So because Japanese is broken English, it actually should be Get Fourville, but it's Forgetville. <laughs> so uh, this is a village of people who are trying to strive uh, to make it to the the next realm, essentially. But the only way they're able to do that is to get all four stones to create the portal to the next world. Um, it's uh, it's a game. Um, so these people are stuck in this game and are just trying to make it to the next level. And in the the, the main story is based off of this world within the Burning. game, which is the. Uh, are you telling uh, me yeah. that this is like one of the most life or death games of Connect Four? Is that what you're trying to sell me on? <laughs> Because I love it. <laughs> yeah, you, you got me, dude. Um, You're focusing yeah, on like, the four, eh? Yeah, oh yeah. Um. So, yeah, essentially they're just trying to get the, the four in the right row, and um, people are constantly just trying to battle out those four to try to make it uh, more difficult for the, the main protagonist, whose name is Shizuku Maharaga. Now, is he a, a plucky young gentleman? or <laughs> No, he's actually an old man. Oh. So I, I noticed a lot of anime <laughs> is focused on the younger generation, but this guy's played Connect 4 for like 40 plus years. It's an old man who's good at board games who uh, decides to jump into these uh, like new VR games to try to beat the young generation. It, it's it's beautiful story about uh, a, an old person reclaiming his youth. I like that. That's a good tagline for it. <laughs> what do you got for me, Zach? The story of Forgetville. After the age of 16, your memory only lasts for one week, Ooh. at which point it resets to the point that you were at when you turned 16. Our main character, Tamagotchi, Again, <laughs> of course. <laughs> is being bred by some very smart parents who are continuously writing down smarter things 
and leaving them in a notebook for him to study and read as he progresses through the ages. In the first episode, we see him go from 8 to 12, you know, learning lots, being a good boy, while his parents continuously revert back to just nothing, not remembering anything they wrote beforehand. They cry a little bit at the same time because they're stuck in this infinite loop as they gain more wrinkles. and. So how do they know who their kid is? Exactly. Exactly. So this is like 50 first dates. Yep. <laughs> yep. It's 50 first sweet 16s. <laughs> I like it. Sounds dark so far, Zach. We're going to get a... Uh, yes. How, okay, how is civilization running? Yeah, that's the dark part, though. Oh. Right? <laughs> the first episode, we realized that the fucking... The oracles... I shouldn't be probing the, you with new shit. The <laughs> government <laughs> is, uh, you know, they they are remembering everything, even as they age, and the mystery gets deeper, right? And the, it's Forget up to the kids to figure out... Forget Village, Village, and everyone outside the village still has their memories, and it's all... Okay, this isn't M. Night Shyamalan along along. <laughs> <laughs> now, Zach, does this main character reach her 16th birthday? Woof. In so the fourth his... book... That I'm oh. writing, ZachBrown.com. <laughs> and they, they go one week past their 16th birthday and expect to forget everything, and guess what? They have the magic blood or something. That's the fifth <laughs> book. Thanks, Caleb. Sorry, I'm spoiling it. <laughs> <laughs> You're spoiling it. And they it. have to combat the government because they're the only one who remembers. <laughs> yeah, and they know that we're self-aware and we're going to ruin their whole operation. But And then I also have superpowers. Oh, <laughs> now you're just putting too much in there, man. You had us. <laughs> you had me. You yeah. wanna, you wanna I was done. I was that done. Last though. part. Yeah. Okay. Now, who am I gonna give these points to? Huh? <laughs> I think Zach's concept of you forgetting and reverting back every week for a whole society is very interesting. I think that would be a okay, cool. Do you age? Yeah. It sounds yes, like they're still absolutely. aging. Yeah. They're just their memory is reverting. I I like that. I think I like the dystopian society. I think I'm gonna go with Zach's this time. I'm sorry, Brody. So that means you guys are tied, and I didn't do that on purpose. But we'll do yeah, a round three as a tiebreaker because this is fun seeing what you guys can come up with. It's really there's just so many holes in the plot, Zach. I don't understand. <laughs> That's give me a give to. me a, come on, give me one, give me <laughs> no, one. No, no, he's, he's absolutely absolutely should. I'm just like doesn't make sense. <laughs> All right, last one. You guys ready? The castle with 1,000 rooms. Okay, I got my first off, best off. Okay. First episode, our main character, Tamagotchi, he (laughs) dies, and he's sent to heaven. And it turns out heaven is living in Scotland in an enormous castle with a 1,000 rooms. Each time he opens a room, it's an alternate reality to his picking and liking and choosing. It might house some trials and tribulations within, but it's all meant to teach him a lesson we can almost treat the rooms as quests and <laughs> the 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 batman style uh alfred who lives in the house with him tells him that if he accomplishes all a thousand rooms he can actually achieve a second life so our story is just him going through these different scenarios it might be like asking out a girl on a date <laughs> 
to like slaying a dragon on a mountain, right? All these doors give different challenges to his moral fibers that we learn about throughout his journey. One of them he enters in and it's his high school crush. And... Does he finger blast her under the desk? Like... <laughs> She's wearing a revealing shirt and he's got to not look at him. <laughs> That's the challenge. Do not look. She's, he's walking up behind her uh, up the stairs. He has to avert his eyes. He's got to look away. That's the one challenge in the room, of course. So is each episode a different room then? He Like, there's an episode where he knocks out, like, five rooms in an episode, right? Because he now understands the formula and he's trying to speed run it. And then, <laughs> What happens when he gets 2,000 rooms? Is that a spoiler? That's when he achieves life. That's what Alfred tells him. Oh, okay. But that'll take, like, six seasons, bro. Yeah, man, we got lots of room to grow here. Exactly. I like it, I like it. Brody, you got a pitch for me? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Um, so, uh, so the castle is actually the center location of the uh, uh, the United Nations of the Universe, so the UNU. Okay. Um, and each door is from a different galaxy, and they have the representatives come from each door. Um, and the the show is actually just very politically driven. Uh, you have your main character, uh, Yamako. Shira Hagara. Um, I love and... the formulation of these names in your head. <laughs> um, and uh, she is a informant from the planet Earth, so she's she's used to Earth, but this is her first time going to these conventions. So she's meeting thousands of different cultures all at once, and it's really just a story about even if people don't look like you, uh, exclusivity doesn't need to uh, stop at the color of your skin or the amount of legs oh. you have. Like People can be people whether they're uh, human or not. Brody's bringing in the political values here, Zach. That's hot in Hollywood right now, man. Oh, I think he... <laughs> and, like, because it's literally just a thousand different worlds, they can do so many different scenarios, whether they're catastrophic or, hey, we need help uh, saving this world. It's having problems with water. And just seeing the nations work together to try to find solutions in their own capacity is really passionate. And are humans new to this world? The the main protagonist Mass is effect? the the <laughs> person the person who was before her uh, was a guy who did the job for fifty plus years. So he uh, he tried to give her as much you know help as possible, but she's yeah she's learning everything as she goes, kind of cool. Now, both of those sound like they could be shows. Zach sounds like it'd be more comedy-focused, kind of more lighthearted. Brody's definitely seems like it would be a little more serious. It could be turned Harry into... Harry Potter, Order of the Phoenix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, ooh, this is a tough decision, guys. <laughs> One of you is going to get real mad. Uh, I'm going to go with Zach's. I'm sorry. <laughs> I like the comedy aspect yes. to it. I feel like the doors in with the different trials to life could provide some some humor, some fun yes. experiences. Infinite possibilities. Infinite possibilities. But saying Yeah, unlike the infinite possibilities of a thousand different <laughs> This week sponsored by Garden of Eden. Get all your tasty treats that are devilishly good. <laughs> you, you, you want to you be tempted by a good time? Garden of Eden's got it for you. Whether you're supposed to eat it or not, you're gonna, and you're gonna like it. But be careful, every time you eat here, you will be kicked out. <laughs> <laughs> 
we hire bouncers to watch you eat the apple pie, and the second you bite into that shit, you're thrown out a pane glass window. <laughs> it's that slippery snake mentality, and I come back every time for it. Well, the weird thing about this restaurant is every time I get kicked out, I'm having the hardest time finding it again. <laughs> it seems to keep on moving. For some reason, I just like it's like I'm not allowed to go back in. It's the strangest. Got thing. a review here on Yelp for it. Oh. And uh, five stars. The chef Lucifer is very <laughs> slippery. What was I going <laughs> to say? Like, oh, oh, I actually have another one on Yelp here that just exclaims Yelp. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> That'll yeah. Do it. Uh, oh oh, here's me. another review. Uh, one star. Don't eat the ribs. <laughs> oh man. Should we have the Ten Commandments? Paste it on the walls inside our restaurant. <laughs> Thou shall not get too funky. <laughs> Have you seen that bit where like he walks up with three slabs of ice in a Moses costume and he's like, I give thee the 15. Co-, and he drops one of them. And he's like, the 10 <laughs> commandments. <laughs> what would be the, the last five commandments that we missed but yeah absolutely thou shall not get too funky because oh know. no the last commandment i'm reading it here it's thou shall not follow any of these previous commandments that's not good man. oh no whoa it's so, a giant it psych was, oh, <laughs> it's a guys, giant and in brackets it says I april didn't... fools it all comes around <laughs> I, was gonna say that. Fuck off. I was literally gonna say didn't you know it happened on april 1st damn it damn it <laughs> was moses david blaine he just has like really intense eyes and when he's like showing people the tablets there's a lot of hand movements like that makes sense how he split the red sea it was just magic (laughs) yeah he just like put a green skein in front of it (laughs) and the fiery bush was literally just a bush he lit on fire and started talking to yeah it's real (laughs) he gets all excited (laughs) and he had all that egyptian daddy money to like pay for all these schemes so it all makes sense it does make sense So now that uh, Lucifer is is kind of made into uh, another person to live at their house, uh, they, he becomes their he he becomes their computer guy. Oh, okay, he's um, the guy in the chair. He's the guy in the chair. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so he he wants to search up where they can get power from like scary situations, right? Because now they know that's how you do it. Yeah. So uh, apparently, there's a high school in the neighborhood that has a haunted room in it. Oh, so they're gonna they're gonna scope that out. Where would you guys go for the most fear? <laughs> if you fed off of fear, what's the scariest place in the world? Theme park. It might be excitement, but it's also well, fear. It's not That's a good fear point. you're taking in yourself. It's fear that other people are experiencing. Yeah, theme right. park would be good. Exactly. You stand next to a yeah. tall roller coaster, and you're like, you, yeah. you feed off that. You just get mm. a quick. Uh, suck. Also, um, hospitals. Yeah, oh, emergency, emergencies. Downtown Chicago after the bars let out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, go to uh, go to a city after uh, any major sporting event finished, yeah. and they lost. And they lost. And they yeah. lost. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. The anger, the anger, and the random people who are rooting for the other team yeah, getting shot. The shopkeepers yeah, all along the stretch, just <laughs> their fear would make you immortal. <laughs> so. They show up at the school, and of course, it's the school Chio goes to. Oh, okay. so so uh, they they tell Chio that they want to check out this this haunted room, and she's like, "Oh yeah, we'll we'll come later on in the night." So they come once school's done, they break in. 
So Amelia, being the creep she is and always following him because she doesn't trust him, uh, shows up at the school and is furious for being left out. And she's telling them how much they all suck as the three of them just, like, leave. <laughs> and uh, so she she summons her holy sword and is fucking pissed because she's not getting any respect. And it, Does she also classroom. get fear magic? Or, yeah, or oh, absolutely. That's just, the, yeah, okay. yeah, it's just yeah. the realm's magic, I guess. Okay. Exactly. Right. That's how they feed off of Do it. Do these characters share the magic? Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if it's, if it's like, quantifiable. Yeah. Um, anyway, so then they, they finally find the classroom that's super spooky. And it's got, like, wood all over it so you can't get in. But then Mal realizes, actually, it's on a hinge. You can just literally just push it over and walk right in. Anime. Uh, so they... In this room, they see, like, a bunch of trash around. And in the far corner, they see uh, a PSP. And it turns out that when, uh, sorry, Lucifer came to this realm, he poured it right into this room, and they stayed there for a few weeks. And he was actually just looking for his PSP. <laughs> so it's haunted because Lucifer was looking for... Yeah, they, they heard they heard system. noises in that room because there was him and Alba just living in that freaking room for a week. <laughs> yeah, he just, he just didn't want to go himself. Do these people need to eat? Yeah, these. Yeah, they eat McDonald's. <laughs> oh, of course. So at this point in the show, you got Mao, and he's he's comfortable with his life. You know, like he's making ends meet. Lucifer is now living with him, so it's the three dudes living in a small apartment. Yeah, fun. Um, yeah, it's, <laughs> and like of course, Chio is all just like, "Oh, three boys living in an apartment." He. Oh, oh, she gets excited about it. Older yeah. dudes living yeah, on the She's like, own. she's curious about right. it because they're all boys. Yeah. So there's a Kentucky Fried Chicken that opens across the street. Kentucky Fried Chicken. Suntucky. Suntucky. I'm pretty sure it's a place in Japan. Maybe I don't know. Oh, okay. Um, and uh, and this creepy blue-haired dude walks into the McDonald's and starts hitting on Chiho hard. Uh oh. And <gasps> Mao's not having any of that. Does the devil like her at this point? Or are they just like colleagues? Ooh, they're they're colleagues. Like he, she's a close friend. Okay. Like I, it's one of those shows where like there's definitely romance in the air, but no romance actually ever happens. Right. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. So just your typical American rom com, really. Friends. I'm looking at you. Yeah. Will they or won't they? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. This this is your fault that they did this in the show, friends. <laughs> And it just, it cuts to the devil smiling, holding a cup of coffee. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody told me life was gonna be this way. <laughs> and it's just hoofs clacking together. <laughs> Nonetheless, they start having a rivalry because, you know, Kentucky's taking some of their customers. So Mal's trying to think of all these different ways to uh, one-up them and is just racking his brain. Yeah. And then decides to just, like, have people write wishes on, tr- like, tree branches and, like, decorate them and all that. Write wishes on, tr- like, a make-a-wish? Yeah, like, like it's just, I, I don't know, maybe it's okay. Japanese culture stuff, I don't personally know, but it just seemed like something fun to do with the, the community, right? So yeah. that brought a lot of attention. And, like, again, it wasn't, like, malice or anything. It wasn't like he was, like, screwing over the other company. He just wanted to do something cool that would bring attention to to his store, and he does. And it does. Like, it's 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 a big hit, and people are absolutely all for it. So, because of him, like, being able to do all this stuff and, like, bring a lot of attention to the store, he sends, uh, or she sends Mao over to another branch in, like, an amusement park just to help them out for the day. And that's when we get the token uh, beach episode, essentially, because there's, like, it's a water park, so. 
he got all the characters. And of course, Chio's like, ooh, do I look good, Mao? And Mao's like, doesn't understand what she's asking. So he thinks she's talking about what he thinks of like the new store. Right. So he's just like, yeah, you know, it's nice. His mind is and, just all on that store. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, he doesn't care. Like, she she looks cute, but, like, he does not see that at all, of course. Right. He's, uh, he's a one-track mind. Mm-hmm. And you uh, find out that the, the blue-haired guy who's perving on Chio in the McDonald's is actually an angel. Of course he Paul, is. Like, <laughs> yeah. He's, he's an angel. Um, okay. He's the Archangel Sari, which I looked into it. And it seems like it's not an angel from the Bible, but it's an angel from mythology somewhere. Uh, and it's it's an angel who essentially perved on human women. So, like, it oh, works for his character. So it's pretty accurate. Yeah, it's pretty accurate. But he's been running amok trying to cro- cause more hatred or whatever. Um, <laughs> there's a character named Susano who's important, but she also doesn't have any, like, key moments and stories that are important. She showed up. She was, like, this helpful neighbor girl, and, of course, that is never a good thing. Just a random girl shows up next door and is helpful. Uh, <laughs> That's never a good thing. <laughs> well, no, it's I, in the context of, like, who the fuck are you? Like, she doesn't really have a good excuse as to why she's hanging around. She just yeah, especially does. when everybody is angels trying to kill you. Like, yeah. I assume somebody moving in next door trying to get in on me. I'm like, oh, no, man. <laughs> I got a shift in 15 minutes. I can't be dealing with this. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so the uh the the archangel Sari or however you say his name, he ends up uh kidnapping Chiho and Amelia and like stringing them up and like torturing Amelia pretty heavily. Uh, okay. Trying to get her to like give him her holy blade so she he can kill Satan, but she doesn't want to do that. At this point, they're friends. Like she realizes Mao isn't He's the devil, even if she has so much hatred towards. The past person he was, she's learned to appreciate him. Question: Character that, right? progression. You, you said he, exactly. he strings her up and tortures her. Like how? Yeah. How is graphic is down this show? It, it's a comedy, right? Is it treating it's, this kind of comedically, or is it actually fully? No, like this portion. It? This portion, like this, is like the end of the the season, right? And right. There's only one season that's come out so far. Apparently, they're coming out with the second season. I'm super excited for that. Ooh. But. Uh, this season's yeah. going to be called The Devil as a Full-Timer, and he's going to have a full-timer. <laughs> Good. Good. Could be. Uh, I wouldn't put it past them. Um, yeah, it, it's the angel dude and that, that Susano girl that I was talking about who kind of just shows up. They're working together, and Susano apparently is from the other realm. She's a member of the church. There's a whole, again, big story about it. Anyways, uh, Susano breaks his his trusty steed, Doolahan, and he's, like, pretty broken up about oh, it. You just confused because... me for a second. I forgot that that was a bicycle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> no, no. Uh, it is just his bike. But it brings him to tears. Like, he's, like, really shook up about it because, like, that's been his transportation for the last year or so. And it's, it's been his ride or die, literally. Yeah. Time to get a car, buddy. <laughs> uh, and then he, like... He gets angry at her because at this point, like, she's had time to bond with the girls, too, and she's putting them in danger. And he's like, you should be ashamed of yourself. Like, whether I'm a demonic force in another realm or not, you guys are a demonic force in this realm. Like, you guys are causing chaos where there doesn't need to be. So he he makes a change of heart for her and then goes off to try to face the the head archangel one-on-one. Brody, I hate to do this, but... yeah. Does he get 50% off at McDonald's? <laughs> <laughs> he does. That's absolutely why they eat 
mostly that food. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's all you got to eat when you get 50% off, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Olba, the wizard that was helping Lucifer way back, wakes up in the hospital and then comes to try to get Lucifer back on his side. And it seems like that's happening. Again, this is a different location that's going on while the uh, Satan is confronting the Archangel. This is the Archangel that tortured the yeah. chick with the Holy Blade? Okay. Archangel, yeah. Archangel, won't you be mine? And that's been Zach's music corner. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the Archangel is able to draw power from the moon for some reason. From the moon? That's how he gets his abilities. It's not fear-based. Are you well, sure? the moon is perpetually fearful right if i was on the moon i'd be pretty scared right now bruni no i'd like the moon the moonlight oh the light yeah like moonlight i don't know so from the sun is so that's not too crazy because superman gets power from the sun yeah but this one just has to be reflected off the moon i get it (laughs) yeah apparently lucifer still diehard for mal so he ends up screwing over olba and uh helping mal go full strength and take out uh, the the archangel and it's a it's a happy ending. Everyone's friends and you know everyone's good. Is it an epic uh, battle or is it a quick quick? Fight? Yeah, it's it, it's it's pretty epic. Yeah. yeah, like it's the 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 tricky thing with anime is how do you describe a battle? Yeah, no, I know. Without it being like this guy does this and this guy does this and this guy does this, that doesn't sound fun. Watch <laughs> it for yourselves and enjoy. This it. guy this guy swings right, but he dodges left. <laughs> yeah we don't want to sit here describe an actual battle like they we get yeah. it he wins in the end so there's this adorable scene at the the very end of the show and it's him essentially running through the rain because now he doesn't have an umbrella or a bike so this is how he's going from place to a like from point a to point b right and uh and amelia shows up with the new uh, umbrella for him. Uh, of and course. it's like... So cute. Gives him the new one, and it's sweet. And, and it's the holy yeah. sword all along, and it kills him. Who's the holy sword? She kills him! No. <laughs> oh, <laughs> she stabs him through. What? Please. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's... Uh, okay, so... so that was a part-timer. So it's just kind of focusing on his life, and then there's these random interactions with angels that are trying to kill him for his past transgressions. <laughs> Absolutely. Yep. Yeah, I'm just trying to have fight over power essentially or who can rule the other realm even though Satan doesn't fucking care yeah he doesn't even like you guys do that that. this is my realm yeah (laughs) if you try to fuck with this realm i'm gonna fuck you up like i'm a part-time manager at mcdonald's now (laughs) (laughs) nothing else matters okay yeah and you will not interfere with that It definitely seems lighthearted. It seems fun. Thanks for listening to our fantastic podcast on the devil as a part-timer. I hope you appreciated our romp through our funny protagonist's life as wanting to just be a good boy. I, I lost it. I lost it. That's I lost fine. It. <laughs> yeah, so that was season one, Brody. You said season two's coming out soon? Yeah, apparently. That's exciting. That. So hopefully yeah. people can tune into that. Maybe we'll reapproach this show in the future when there's a little more depth. We can find out oh, when where these angels fresh, are though. coming from. Yeah. Yeah. Could be a fun time. Uh, I need to know why. Stop pursuing Satan. Isn't he supposed to be the big boy? Shouldn't you be happy he's gone? Yeah. (laughs) We gotta find out the mysteries. Alright, so... 
so everybody, I hope you can spread us around to different people. We're on Podbean and uh, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Pandora. Uh, we're pretty much anywhere. This is you the can part find of podcasts. your drive to work where you get your phone out and avoid yeah. traffic while sharing us to other people. You start vigorously obviously. texting to everybody else to go yeah. check this out. You might get into a car accident. It might not. It's fine, man. If you're just in a bath right now. now, just do it. I don't care. Yep. <laughs> oh, you only have an iPhone 9? It's not waterproof. I don't care. Risk it. Risk it for us, please. We need you. Follow us on Podbean. That's the one we pay for, at least. Yeah, if you could give us an actual follow on Podbean, that'd be really nice. It's nice Oof, to see those it numbers It would just go tickle, up. Our, tickle our fancies. Oh, every so time toughly. one of you signs up. Ooh, every time us. I get that click. I give myself a little flick, you know? <laughs> I hate outro that. Gone into <laughs> I'd like to thank Good Kid for letting us use their uh, song Down With The King for intro. If you haven't checked them out yet, do yeah. that right now. I've shifted over to Nomu, if I'm being honest. It was their first little yeah. rise to fame. Jesus mm. Christ, that yeah, word play. Nomu's that... the name of their uh, the kid that's on all their art, too. Ooh, so they... They have a few games, like, okay, so they, I'm a part of their Discord, and at one point they had a kind of treasure hunt over the internet to try to find Nomu, and they had their community kind of figured out different puzzles, which was cool. <laughs> so um, they also, they, they have, like, a game that they made, because they're huge into programming, where it's literally, uh, this thing takes Nomu, and it's the band trying to get him back, and it's, it's fun. It has all their music, <laughs> 8-bit versions, if you go to their website, you can check that out. Yeah, yeah, no, they're a cool band. So, Brody, you got a, uh... Your final quote for us? Uh, it's it's not funny, but it's just... Um, so when uh, Lucifer turns on Alba, because that was shocking in the show, because yeah. uh, Alba was saying, oh, I'll, I'll give you the power to go back to heaven. But Lucifer says, don't you know heaven is a place on Earth, specifically a one-room second-floor apartment? Ah, uh, that's where they live. <laughs> yeah, that's... that's All right, thank you everybody for listening. Also, right before they oh. killed the last guy, they, yep. he says, Dear God, please hey. forgive me for being a clean and utter tool. Bye! Bye-bye! Bye, guys. <laughs>